Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Joseph, and welcome to the Porn Spirit Podcast. We're glad you're listening. Hello, friends. Uh, welcome back. I know it's been a hot, hot minute. As you can hear from the intro, we have a new co-host. Oh, hey. It's Joseph. <laughs> it's me. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's, um... I feel like we're just gonna laugh so much. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm glad to be here. Yes, so Joseph so kindly offered to co-host the podcast, at least for a while. Sure. Because we don't know what the future is gonna hold. We re- That's true. With... <laughs> In all circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Because who knows? Like, I'm gonna go back to school and you're gonna hopefully get a job yeah we'll see hopefully maybe someone will like me they will they will but yeah so uh i don't really know what other introduction we need i've never done a podcast that's i've never been on a podcast well welcome thank you step right up that's how we were in the beginning (laughs) just throw me right in but yes so Today, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is like the start of a new chapter in the podcast. Turning the page. Yes. The reason I haven't put out an episode in like, I don't even know if it's been three or four weeks now. My bad, y'all. I just like didn't hear from the Lord, (laughs) which tends to be the case. Which happens sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Or most times. Yeah. Um, I just, like, didn't have a clear answer on what I was supposed to do. And I didn't want to do, like, a solo podcast. Why not? Because I feel like those are weird. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, people can do them well, but, like, I don't know. It would just be me, like... Yeah, I feel like you would really have to, like, script out Yeah. what you would say. I like the, the, the feel banter. of a, yeah, back and forth. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. But, the Lord came through at least temporarily we don't know if joseph is going to be here for many episodes all of the episodes we'll see yeah we're gonna feel it out so bear with us but in the meantime he'll be here so how do you feel good yeah i already feel um it's weird that they can't see my face and yeah. my like emotions <laughs> but they can hear it yeah but i i speak a lot with my hands and my face so it's just, i have to be like aware it's we different can, i don't know <laughs> we can start recording them and putting them on youtube no 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 this is much better <laughs> then i have to like actually look presentable right i told rachel i put on my comfy pants for this so yeah as you should i got my um essential oils going <laughs> I barely got out of my robe to come, so... I wore my robe this morning. I'm glad you got... I inspired you your robe. You really did. I came over... It was, like, one of the first times I had... I think it was the first time I had ever been over here. And Joseph just waltzes out of his room in, his, in this robe. And I was like, oh. Well, for context, it's not like you were here visiting me. No, I was here visiting Natalie. Shout out, Natalie. Shout out to Natalie. We're gonna have to... Well... We wanted Natalie on the podcast to talk about, like, mission work and stuff. Great. So we definitely need to get her here. Yeah. Yeah. But I was here visiting Natalie, and then Joseph entered the room. I entered the room in my robe because they're comfy. Why not? It's very easy. But then I bought a robe. Right. And it's the best decision I've ever made. Yes. I never want to wear real clothes again. No. It's great. Why you just like ex- get out of your bed, put your robe on, get some coffee, have your quiet time, That's and then it. wear it till like five p.m. Sometimes. Wear it until you go back to bed. Yeah. That's unless you like need to mine. be professional, which right now neither of us um, need to be. So no, I've just been working from home and barely at that. So anyway. That's anyway, all. <laughs> that, robes. That's the only, like, weird ten out of ten. Um, would recommend. <laughs> we're sponsored by robes today, just robes as a whole. But yeah, so 
Just head on over to Amazon. Head on over. Get you, you treat yourself to a robe. Treat yourself. Yeah. Well, like save up. Like be financially responsible. Yeah, but you can get like. And then my treat my yourself. robe was only like twenty five dollars. Yeah. And it's like fluffy nice. and fancy. I've had mine for maybe eight years. Like I probably need a new one, but it's Old Faithful. You know? So it's name. <laughs> yeah. Old Faithful. But yeah. Anyway, moving on from robes. Anyway. So I'm here. Yes. So way back in the beginning of the podcast, I actually hit my computer. Sorry. <laughs> way back in the beginning of the podcast, um, the first episodes were Abby and I's stories. So we're gonna do that with Joseph. Are you too excited? Just so excited. Aren't you excited to just like bare your soul? Bare my soul. Well, here's. I feel like it's also helpful for you guys to know. That Rachel and I don't know each other, like, super well. No. We're, I would say we're, like, new friends. Yeah. Which... And, like, I came to know Rachel through my friends. Yeah. And my sister. Mm-hmm. So, Shout it's a Jordan. new... Shout out Jordan. Um, it's a new friendship. And so, like, Rachel doesn't know <laughs> really anything about yeah. me. So, like, I'm as I'm telling her... Or, like, as I'm telling you, it's also telling Rachel things for the yeah. first time, so. So my reactions will be genuine. Right. I'm not just going to be like, really? Gosh, like, wow. Wow. But no, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. But yeah, in that vein, do you want to go ahead and tell us about yourself? Sure. Why not? Um. So yeah, I generally don't have, like, a problem being vulnerable with mm-hmm. people, which is good. Helpful. Yeah, we tend to be, like, really vulnerable on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, it fosters good conversation. It does. But I, f- I feel like there are, um, there have not been many times where I've had to, like, really, like, tell who I am. Mm-hmm. Because most of the people have been, like, with me mm-hmm. through that journey. Which I'm sure was, like, similar with you and Abby. Yeah, for sure. So, this is interesting. So I guess we'll start. Yeah, go ahead. In the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning. Um, was the word. And the word was God. And so, yeah. I was um, born. <laughs> I feel like that's the beginning. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to two wonderful parents, Ian and Kristen. Shout out. Have you met them yet? Mm-mm. You'll meet them when we move. Yes. They're I'm great so people. Great people. Um, lived there till we were seven. Both of my parents went to Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Christian College. And um, then we moved to McKinney, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas, mm-hmm. when I was seven. And um, continued there until I went to college. So, yeah. Um, Growing up, I definitely was um, in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, both my parents went to Christian college and both had, or at least my dad's family was um, Christian and not in like a um, like social sense either. Like they were like actual believers not in like the, not in like uh, cultural christianity yes yeah which is like i think that's where i come from right yeah so um like just from a very young age like knew who god was mm-hmm. knew who jesus was knew that he died for my sins and um i could like probably tell you the gospel at like age seven yeah maybe without like fully <laughs> understanding it but like i could tell you what was on the page mm-hmm. um and so you I grasp think, it as much as you could for yeah that age. yeah and so i think at like at seven i was um i like asked jesus to be in my heart mm-hmm. um and then i was baptized shortly after that um and so yeah i just um we were very involved in our local church mm-hmm. um and yeah it was kind of like my whole life was church friends yeah 
and at least that was my parents friend group as well I mean I had like school friends too but um a lot of our time was spent in the church and my Mm -hmm. my parents served and I did um, like kids ministry stuff which I loved um and still love Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think I um slowly just became super legalistic um I think do you want to like explain yeah I think like for um if anyone knows the Enneagram either I'm a type (laughs) one which is all about following rules and being good and goody two shoes and I think quote unquote perfect yeah I think we may have discussed the Enneagram a little bit on the podcast before I'm a type two if that puts anything in perspective for anyone listening but Yeah. yeah So I think I grew into this idea that you had to earn God's love and your salvation. Mm -hmm. And um, it was based on, it was like a works-based faith. Even though, like, nothing around me was telling me that. I grew up in, like, a biblically, like, solid church Mm -hmm. that didn't preach that. But I think that's what I heard. Well, I think that that's, like, if we're talking about Christianity as, like, a whole, like, the larger, quote-unquote, movement of Christianity, like, that is sort of the vibe that people, like, get, and that's sort of the, like, way that it's portrayed in a lot of, like, media and stuff. Yeah, and certainly... It's all about, like, you have to earn it, yeah. Certainly in Prosperity Gospel... Yes. It was, like... um, And again, like, I don't think I went to a like I think I went to a very sound church Mm -hmm. and church is but something was telling me like um you have to like if you just pray enough or if you just live this way like things are going to be better for you yeah um and so like that might have come from the media that might have come from um sometimes my grandparents in some ways um i think it can also come from just like human nature yeah because like we just always want like yeah like we we think that our works are equivalent to our worth. we don't want to accept like a gift right 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 either exactly um so yeah i was um goody two-shoes joseph and Mm -hmm. um we mentioned jordan but jordan's my older sister four years older than me um and we are very different (laughs) um and we were like talking through some like childhood wounding and like trauma and wow we love childhood we love that and not to say like jordan and i caused each other trauma but like there are things that happen in childhood (laughs) i think on some level all siblings right like exactly like it's not it's not big t trauma but yeah things that shape us and who we are Mm. And, um, we were just talking about, like, Jordan felt stifled mm-hmm. by my personality as a kid, because I was just so, like... Interesting. Yeah. Can you see that now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> Jordan's a nine. Um, so based on, like, our childhood, I developed into the one, she developed into the nine. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just super, uh, like, loud and... <laughs> energized um but at the same time i was like somewhere along the way i became super logistical and like this is right and wrong Mm -hmm. and i became super reserved Mm -hmm. um so i think um i just became super aware and focused on my schoolwork and like getting perfect grades and Mm. um it's very one of you. Right. And <laughs> perfection. Being, uh like the best um that I could be in sports mm-hmm. and succeed in choir and theater and just yeah, it it somewhere along the line I just kept like finding ways to be good and to like compensate for my heart (laughs) Mm -hmm. which was like not good (laughs) yeah 
which we all do in different which ways. Which we tend to do, yeah. Right, like some people, yeah. It, well, yeah, everybody has their own like thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I think in high school, like none of those things, um, thankfully, are super like destructive, like to your body or like mm-hmm. to other people. Um, but it was all just like an internal thing. And so I was still going to church and, um, didn't, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like closed myself off, I think, from questioning Mm -hmm. my faith and questioning, um, my parents and like what they thought and questioning my pastors. Like it was always just like, this is the right, this is it. You can't have any questions. Yeah. If you do, God doesn't love you and you're not going to heaven. Which, like, is Which is so... super not... Right. Yeah. But, like, as a 16-year-old, like, I don't know. That's what sense. you yeah. come to. And so, um, through all of that, yeah, like I said, I was just compensating with so much um, because I felt a deficiency. Mm-hmm. Because through all of that, I came to the realization that I was gay. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, like... When did you... Can you talk more about how that, like, affected your relationship with Jesus? Yeah. Um, and, like, the process of that? Yeah. So I knew, since I was, like, tiny, mm-hmm. like... As people are tend to do. Right. Like yeah. something was just like not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which like for the one, like is not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um and just remember like um uh like my guy friends in middle school just like starting to talk about girls and I was just like, Yeah, like totally. <laughs> yeah. And Um, I like started puberty late and so I think I was already like I was like oh my gosh like no like I just haven't I just haven't had puberty yet like whatever Mm -hmm. and I think the sex talks that I did have from school and (laughs) maybe which we all know that the sexual Uh education system is lacking especially in Bible Belt (laughs) oh yeah Oh, yeah. It's, like, abstinence only, also only for straight people. Yeah. Um, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I took PE in the summer, and our health class was, like, tied into that, too. And so, some people in my school got, like, a really in-depth sexual education course. Yeah. But mine was, like, literally three days of, like, someone coming in and telling us, like, don't have sex if you do you'll get these stds yeah and then they like showed us pictures like <laughs> they are on the forever screen. scarred into my uh, mind awful there i awful. saw pictures of like pictures of like anal warts right like no right like that's not what that's not good anyway i'm passionate Which, about sexual education me as well <laughs> but, now <laughs> yeah. but it just like it totally taints your view mm-hmm. on literally everything yes and growing up in the bible belt like not, I think, th- I think I actively heard somebody teach about homosexuality mm-hmm. and God mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. in 18 years of my life. Yeah. And all I remember about that sermon is, like, I don't remember literally anything other than the fact that this person used data about like gay partnerships Mm -hmm. and how they don't like a gay person will go through many partners in a lifetime versus straight people will just get married and like that's what i had in my mind like like that was like somehow like a cultural reason to like to not be gay yeah hello yeah okay and so... I take issue. Right. Right. And so, like, I think through, like, that, like, I just had such a warped... First of all, warped view on sexuality. hmm Well, I think we all did. Right. And well, I mean, we... just, like, in a fallen world, like, yeah. we're going to. 
And also anyone who grows up in the Bible Belt. Right. <laughs> is going right. to have messed up you. Um, and so, yeah, that was like, I don't know. I think somewhere, um, it, again, it was just something that I pushed down and down and down. And I just became perfect in my grades and my sports mm-hmm. and my friendships. And I was the perfect person to talk to people and I made friends quickly and like yeah and I find that is a common thing in so many queer people's stories Mm -hmm. because they felt deficient in Mm -hmm. one part of their life and so like that was that was definitely mine um and so of course like I never thought of going to my parents to talk about it and like I never like yeah literally wanted I because all I heard was like if you are gay you're going to hell like that is that is what I heard no matter on what was preached that's what was heard Mm -hmm. and um, well that's like the narrative of conservative Christianity right yeah and so yeah like I said I just pushed it down mm-hmm. and didn't date anybody in high school like girls yeah um well I dated one for like three weeks <laughs> whatever um but I was like no like high school relationships are stupid like well no. they tend well, to be yes <laughs> um so from that point I was just like super invested in theater and choir mm-hmm. um which, for those who don't know, have a very high population of gay people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't tell you why, but it just does. And so slowly, just, like, through um, different shows and, like, experiences, I, like, saw gay people mm-hmm. for the first time, like, in my yeah. actual life. Um, Especially if you grew up only around, like, church people. Right. Like, yeah. Like, that's big Mm -hmm. to see people who, like, seemingly are, like, great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And um, through all of this, just, like, spending so much time alone in my room, researching and reading Mm -hmm. and going to the internet, which, like... Which always ends up in porn. Right. And (laughs) just, like not where you need to go to have your questions answered never and so um yeah just like somewhere along there i just became like super like reserved and Mm -hmm. like not expressive and i wasn't happy Mm -hmm. but everybody thought i was i was like super successful and i was the president of this and i was doing like whatever um and so yeah i just had like some experiences of like seeing gay people and I was like oh like they're fine mm-hmm. like, they're not scary or like yeah they're it's not, not like, some like terrorist no. like <laughs> gay people right <laughs> like, and yeah. I the only other person that I like kind of heard of or knew was gay was my grandpa's brother mm-hmm. who all I was told about him was like quote he loves Jesus so much he's not gay which, okay. <laughs> again, like has some problems, yeah. which we can dive into. I don't know, maybe another time. Well, on our like podcast topics list, we definitely have like sexuality, gender, Great. all of that. Let's goodness. do it. Um. So, that's yeah. That's what I. That's what I heard, and so researching and wrestling and like locking myself up in my room and whatnot and somewhere along the way I met this guy who was in a show that I was doing and it was like um a year and a half long show process yeah so we spent like a lot of time together and um at this point hadn't like come out to anybody Mm -hmm. um but like somewhere along the way felt that I like liked this guy, mm-hmm. which was also the first time that I, I had felt 
Any romantic. Any, like, yeah. emotional mm-hmm. or, like, romantic attraction to a guy. And he liked me, seemingly, and, um... Everyone, just side note, we can't keep pausing, but literally every single person on this vlog has been doing yard work today. Everyone is mowing. It's a random Tuesday afternoon. It's like 100 degrees outside. I don't understand why everyone is out there right now, but if you hear background noise, please just (laughs) give us grace. That's it. That's it. Um, So yeah. Sorry. Anyways... Um, ended up, uh, after, like, the show was finished, we were, like, oh, my gosh, like, I, like, miss you, and, like, Mm -hmm. I want to see you, and, like, what? Um, and so I ended up, like, concocting this plan to go see him (sighs) over my senior year Christmas break. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, lied to my parents of course. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, like this As really all good did. friend that I have. Oh, yeah. And like he was lying to his parents. And um, isn't that always the case? Yes, just always. <laughs> and so, visit this guy. Um, I was not prepared to like do anything physically. Yeah. Um, and then it happens. Sure does. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure does. No matter what, like, you think if you're like in a secluded place mm-hmm. with someone you like, it's not a good idea. No. You're not strong as you think you are. Oh, never. Um and then that was like I was like, okay, like I'm gay. Like this is a like this the is official. this is my identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like of course I wouldn't tell anybody still. So. Yeah, no. Did Jordan know? No. Like, no one knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I eventually came out to my best friend, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Lauren. <laughs> Man, let me tell you. Lauren just graduated from OU last winter. So she's been my best friend for so long now. Yeah. Um, but she is a Christian, and her dad's a pastor. And so I knew that she would get it and, like, at least understand the christian aspect of what i was dealing with because i first came to her i was like i sinned i was with this guy like yeah crying like whatever and she just was telling me like you're loved like mm-hmm. she was great everyone she was giving everyone you needs the response a of jesus right no like oh my gosh you're going to hell like none of that at, at my at my response yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Still working so, through trauma. We love it. So fun. Um, so, then, like, nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. I was just, okay, like, this is cool. Like, I can't wait to go to college and, like, I don't know, see what happens. Yeah. Were you actively, like... Being a Christian, quote unquote, still? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. Um, I, somewhere along the line, like, stopped going to my church's, like, youth stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because I didn't know, like, the, we had a church transition, and I just, like, didn't know anybody. Yeah. We were, like, um, like, a new church kind of, like, took over my crumbling church Mm-hmm. Which, again, we can talk about later. Church trauma. That'd um, be a really interesting topic. Boy, do Literally, I Literally, like, some. every Christian that I know has, like, church hurt in some form or fashion. We should talk about that. Okay. Episode's coming. Right. Um, and so I wasn't, like, super involved there. It's not like I had a good group of, like, guys around yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I never had, like, a ton of guy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, like, is a thing that we see in gay people like not or at least in like gay christian circles like not having men around them as their friend like all of my best friends were girls yeah just because like it was easy and like mm-hmm. whatever um so i didn't have like people like that i was being vulnerable with um yeah. 
I had fake vulnerability with people. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was it was weird. I think for the longest time I was like, oh, like I'm a better Christian because like I'm not lusting after women. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm the ideal like yeah. young man of God, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Such, such a lie. Such a lie. Yeah. Because yeah. So, um, transition to college, mm-hmm. um, came out to like a few people, like along the way, yeah. close people that I knew like wouldn't, wouldn't care exactly, yeah. or like yeah. also what weren't Christians. So like it wouldn't they really like, matter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, decided to come to OU. Mm-hmm. Great decision one of the hardest decisions ever but like looking back like god definitely had a plan yeah when he decided that i needed to come to this university instead of somewhere like halfway across the country yeah because a number of things Mm -hmm. which i'll get into and so um came here and really like like i don't want to sound like like, I'm exaggerating, but it was, like, everyone around me is gay. <laughs> like, in musical theater and theater. Like, yeah. Like... That just tends to be the trend. And, like, all of my professors were. hmm And it was a whole new culture. Yes. That I was in. And college is just a whole new culture. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No parents. Yes. Dorm rooms. Like, like you can just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that was a new kind of freedom for me because, like I said earlier, I was the goody two-shoes kid yeah, yeah, who did everything perfectly. And so coming to college was like a, oh, like I can like let loose yeah, yeah. from all of these things that I've been stifling for so long. Um, and so I was here. People would be like, oh, like, are you gay? And I was like, no. Like, even then, like, I wasn't. I didn't want to actively yeah like like, yes yeah Yeah. and I like found a church here Mm -hmm. that I liked and I was like okay like I I can be a Christian and still like wrestle with these things yeah um somewhere along the way I met a guy Mm -hmm. who was not a Christian but was like open to the idea of God okay so I was like I am going to turn this guy into a Christian through... Famous last words. Right. Through our relationship. Yes. Of course. Because Why we all... Why wouldn't you? We all think we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, his background was just very different from mine. Yeah. Um, he was, like, openly gay. Mm-hmm. And his family was fully supporting him. Yeah. And... He, yeah, it's not like he was new to any of this, mm-hmm. and I was. Right. And, um, yeah, we became friends, like, we were in a class together, and then there were some physical things that I wanted to try, mm-hmm. and... As we do, as humans. Yeah. Yeah, and as sexual beings. Then it would happen, and then I would go home and cry and then I would repent and then I would do it again the next day like yeah you just become numb to your sin mm-hmm. at a certain level and like you like sin separates for you from God like yeah the Bible tells us and so and like, I when we sin we're not just sinning against ourselves we're uh-huh. like sinning against God like we can't have both no and um, but I was like, this is just, this is just like growing up and like, yeah. this is what you, like people had told me, they were like, oh, like you're just experiencing guilt because of like what the world has shamed sexuality into being. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. And especially what like, Christian culture has like, right. yeah. And, um, even my like Christian friends, like. They knew about this guy, but I, I didn't tell them like 
physically what was going on yeah. and yeah so that lasted for nearly two years mm-hmm. um my freshman year into the summer after my sophomore year yeah um it's a big chunk of time yeah and so like that's a whole other you know um podcast (laughs) where we can talk about trauma yeah (laughs) and relationships but um that's also on the list yeah so i um where were your parents and all of this so my um freshman year winter break Mm -hmm. At that point, like, people knew that I was dating this guy. Yeah. Like, we weren't, like, super hiding, hiding it. it yeah. And people were like, oh, my gosh, like, we're so happy for you. Like, mm-hmm. he's a great guy. And, like, he was. Mm-hmm. And, like, he is. Um, and, um, yeah, but, like, little did they know, like, the turmoil I was going through. Yeah. And so through all that, I was still, like, researching, like, if it's okay to be gay and Christian. Like, in my heart, I knew it was not okay to be acting in the sexual way that I was Mm -hmm. but I still didn't know if it was okay if it was like a committed Christian God-centered relationship with another guy yeah and um yeah I was like still going to church Mm -hmm. and still inviting people to church and sounds a lot like me yeah (laughs) and so i think i i also took on this new persona of like it's like cool to go to church within like my theater crew and group i guess of like like nobody not really anyone in the programs were christian and so they like saw me this like gay but like they knew like I wasn't setting boundaries they were like oh like you can be a Christian and like do that and like party and drink yeah. and I like didn't have any alcohol mm-hmm. until my sophomore year of college mm-hmm. and then it was just like the floodgates why is that like exactly what I did anyway yeah keep anyways <sighs> um so yeah that lasted Oh, my parents is what we were at. I mean, you can, if you're going to get there, get there. No, yeah. That's kind of the next thing is I came out to them my freshman year. Yeah. Christmas break. And again, like they were very like, we love you. And um, like, we're going to work through this together. Mm -hmm. And I had been super wary of anyone who ever brought up like conversion therapy yeah. For good reason, As because you like, yes, no, no, no. We'll get, again, we'll get to that later. But like, no, 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 no. And yeah. so, <laughs> I just remember my parents saying like, "Oh, like, you should go to counseling." Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was like, "No, like, they're just trying to like convert you, right?" Yeah. And this is a conversation that my parents have, parents and I have had now, mm-hmm. which is growing up. I never saw them fight. Mm -hmm. I never saw them mad. They never, like, yelled at us. Mm -hmm. They were, like, great parents. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought nothing was wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have struggles. And... Which is a lie. Right. (laughs) Every marriage has many struggles. Or just, like, personally, like, that they were sinless. Interesting. And so I, like, didn't, I don't know, I felt like they were just trying to, like, I couldn't trust them because they wouldn't understand Mm -hmm. what it was like to struggle with something. Yeah. And so I said, no. (laughs) And then I told them that I was dating this guy. Mm -hmm. And, um... So you, like, came out separately before? It was, like, in the same conversation. Okay, but at first you weren't going to tell them. They asked. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think. 
think. I don't know. It was, it's like, so long ago now. Yeah. But, um, and then, Mm -hmm. a few weeks later, on Christmas break, I was, like, super ill. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is, like, wrong with me? And I came to this conclusion that I, like, had an STD or, like, something was wrong with me. So at that point, my parents didn't know that I was, like, physically involved with this. Yeah. Like, n- like, I would have never told them that. Right. And but at this like, point, I, I to had to. Yeah. And that was really hard Yeah. for us as a family. Again, Jordan didn't know still. I was, like, a really? family unit. She wasn't home. Yeah. And so uh, that opened up a whole other, like conversation yeah um which again like um i did i did not have anything i think it was anxiety that was um making me ill as it does yes um but at the same time um i uh yeah it was just like a okay like you have to end this relationship now from my parents and I was like, no. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and, and like... Well, whenever your parents tell you to do something as right. an adult, you're like, why? You're like, you're like, as this 20-year-old, you were like, like no. Yeah. Uh, 19, I don't know how old, 19 probably. Freshman year? Yeah, yeah 19. 19. And um, then I was like, okay, I can... And it was the first time also I ever saw my dad cry literally ever was him saying like you need to like stop this relationship and stop pursuing men was the first time i saw him cry Mm -hmm. at 19 years old Mm -hmm. so i was like that's a whole other trauma (laughs) right yeah which like again not his fault Fault. yeah but that just like really hit me Mm -hmm. like i think like the severity of the situation yeah yeah so then i was like okay i need to have a talk with my boyfriend Mm-hmm. Where we're gonna just like stop being physical. Okay. Which once you're in that, it's really far hard to stop. You can't really. Yeah. <laughs> so that lasted maybe like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then continued dating for a very long time. Yeah. And just became what, like another... numb yeah. to it. A, like another like, year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Um. But thankfully, I came out of it mm-hmm. alive. And uh, then I got out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, like, I've never been with anybody else. Like, who knows what else is out there? Yeah. It was not, like, a Christian reason for me to, like, stop dating this person. Yeah. So that led to, like, other things mm-hmm. um somewhere along the way i had a reckoning with god where it was like i just heard him be like you're killing yourself like yeah you are well when we continuously live in sin yeah yeah and like you are destroying your temple yeah and i was like whoa like i I haven't heard that since like 18 years old. Yeah. Were you still, you were still going to church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And at that point I'd like come out to my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people in our, I guess her community like knew. Yeah. But like, but I mean that, that was it mm-hmm. and still like loved me um, super well. And so then, um, I started, like, really diving back into, like, the questions that I had and being, like, okay, clearly, like, sexually I was in sin, but again, like, is it okay if it's not that and if it's committed in Christian, like, whatever. Yeah. And so then I just started reading, like, book after book Mm -hmm. after book, um, And I think I got to a point where I could argue 
either side. Logically. Yeah. For many reasons. Again, like, we can go into that in our, like, LGBTQ yeah. podcast no, if we, we want. Yeah, I think we should, yeah. Um, but I then started a relationship with a Christian guy mm-hmm. who was great and, mm-hmm. like, truly just, like, wonderful. And it was pure and um, felt led by God and like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff Um, and something was still just like "Mm, like something's not right here Yeah, and I couldn't tell you why Mm -hmm. Um, and throughout all of that I found out that my aunt was um, like had cancer again Mm -hmm. and so um and she was not doing well. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really close to my aunt. And I think for the first time just had to like grapple with death. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know where I stand with God. Mm-hmm. Like if I died right now. Right. And so um for like another like a number of reasons like ended that relationship mm-hmm. and was tending to my aunt and just felt god just be like like not he not like he was silent but it was just like nothing ever felt at peace yeah still and so um yeah my aunt was just like really close to dying and so I was like okay like I need to step back and reevaluate a lot of things again yeah and so I dove back into like reading and books and I I feel like there are two things that really like helped me and one of them was um the American Gospel documentary Mm -hmm. have you watched it it's about prosperity gospel yes yeah goodness it's a lot it's a lot it's It's amazing though so good it's amazing highly recommend um for the first time I saw people being like first of all opposite of prosperity gospel and like yeah. not legalism yeah. um, and then at the same time being like fully like dying to themselves mm-hmm. daily and like picking up their cross mm-hmm. and through that I um, just remember seeing Jackie Hill Perry was Ugh, queen I love her queen um, was speaking and I was like oh like I wonder who that is and so I like look her up I'm like yeah. oh she has this book gay yes. girl good god yes and I was like okay like I'm gonna like again highly recommend wow Jackie Hill Perry I'm is, rereading like, the it right now person ever yeah and so um yeah I just like in combination of that and um like her book um and I got baptized, like, again, yeah. um, fall of my junior year. And just felt like a, like a renewal, like, mm-hmm. which is what happens <laughs> when you're baptized. And um, felt, yeah, just like, I don't know, that I wasn't, well, first of all, just like watching Jackie Hill Perry speak mm-hmm. and preach. I was like, this is the first time I've seen someone with authority speak on this and not say oh when you follow and pursue god you're going to become straight yeah she didn't say that Mm -hmm. she said when you follow and pursue god you're going to become sanctified Mm -hmm. and like you're going to grow in your relationship with him Mm -hmm. and she like her story um she married a man even though she was attracted to women but she was like i'm still attracted to women it's not like that just like goes away away. it's like in like a marriage like a straight marriage like you're You're still still attracted attracted to other people you're not blind right and so like that was huge for me first of all seeing a black woman speak on this yes when all i had seen were old white White men men, as it tends to be with the rest of right like that was huge And so, like, through that, I, like, 
found other resources and found other people and like yada 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 and so a culmination of all of that i just remember being on the south oval of campus Mm -hmm. and i just like laid out like a picnic blanket and i like put on worship music and i was just sitting and praying and i just remember hearing god's voice so clearly just be like i got you yeah i am enough Mm -hmm. for you um you don't have to change yeah um like i made you perfectly like you're not a mistake um and that was really kind of like the turning point for me to realize like i am not called to be in relationship with men Mm -hmm. um and i don't know what that looks like for my life like I don't know if I'll somehow like marry a woman one day. I don't know. Yeah. Or if I'm going to be single. Right. But in any of those cases, like whatever I have to suffer here on earth is going to be worth what I inherit. Yeah. In heaven. Mm-hmm. And um, the ways that I suffer here will, will glorify God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so if that means, like, not pursuing relationships with men, like, okay. And again, like I was saying, like, I logically could argue both sides. Like, I had done enough research, and I was just reminded of, um, like, Proverbs, where it's just saying, like, don't lean on your own understanding. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I couldn't. Um, but all I knew was, like, after that moment on the South Oval, there was just an overwhelming peace over my life Mm -hmm. that I'd never felt before Mm -hmm. um and like I don't just so many different things came into came into focus of just like Joseph like you're here for a reason and first of all your sexuality does not define you yeah it's a part of you and it's a part of your story that I like want to use like, he wrote that into your story for a right. reason, yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, I had pride issues. I had lust issues. I, like, a number of things. Like, that was just, that wasn't, I don't know. I spent so much time trying to figure out answers to questions instead of just pursuing God. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing when we're, like, questioning things or like we don't know like just draw near to the heart of jesus and like what he says don't like try to use him as a as a map yeah or like don't use the bible as a map to like figure out your problems like use it as a way to become like jesus um and so that's not to say like now like i'm fully like this perfect human like no like absolutely I don't want to like make it seem like I am at all like I still struggle with so many things yeah um as we all do yeah but like now it's from such a different frame of reference of like oh like I was given this gift and like my body's not my own and Mm -hmm just like a new sense of purpose in my day um but um yeah i also just like met with oh i forgot one of the largest parts of okay literally all of this okay my um uh the summer going into my senior 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 year yeah the summer year. of going into my senior year. Yeah. Um, I started counseling nice. with my girl, Kayla. <laughs> Shout out to Kayla. Um, Are you going to tell Kayla about the podcast? Uh, sure. Do it. Okay. Um, a few of my friends also see Kayla just because I was like, you need to see this woman. I should probably see Kayla. Kayla will change your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, my aunt died mm-hmm. my junior year. I started seeing Kayla the summer after my junior year. Mm -hmm. And then, um, which like 
everybody needs counseling. No matter if you think you're good, like, everybody needs counseling. I know it's cliche, but, like, Jesus and therapy, like, oh, that's man. what everyone needs. That's it. <laughs> that's all. And I think, like, the practices that I learned in counseling and therapy, combined with, like, me diving deeper into my faith, yeah. helped me come to that moment on the South Oval, which was yeah. um, fall of my senior year. So, like, a few months after I started counseling. Not to say that, like, Kayla made that happen, but, like, God used <laughs> counseling yeah. as a means to, like, clarify my mind yes. and, like, grow stronger in my which is, like, the mental point. health habits. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, counseling. Everybody. <laughs> counseling. And now, like, I want to become a counselor. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because, like, I'm literally in school to, like, do therapy mm-hmm. and, like, you want to be a counselor and mm-hmm. Natalie wants to be a counselor. Hmm. We should explore that. Every, like, Christian that I know is like, I want to go to counseling. Yeah. It's so interesting. It is interesting. Anyway. Um. Just, like, a weird thought. But, yeah. Um. I think, so that moment happened uh, early into my senior year. And kind of just, like, now reshapes how I do everything. And, yeah. like. Once you have that, like moment where it all sort of like clicks like it does like everything just sort of lines you just like yeah Yeah. i mean i mean to me like like, not everything is like fine no no absolutely not right we still live in a broken world right clearly which sucks but (sighs) that's a (laughs) another topic for another time but like yeah once you like get that moment of realization it just all makes sense, sort yeah. of, in, like, a weird way. And you feel that peace, that, like, peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's, um... I think after that, like, I fully... I was... I, I just kept praying for community and, like, the right people. And, like, yeah. little by little, I just met new Christians through mm-hmm. shows or work or like whatever like God was just so faithful to that yeah um because I had like I had theology yeah I just didn't know how to practice mm. it I guess and so I had a lot of people who stepped in with me and um the new community that I found through um my sister's church and um yeah, just, like, a good group of people who, like, loved me through all of that crap. Yeah. Even if they didn't know everything that was going on. Like, they still welcomed me and still loved me. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just connected Which, with... because that's when you started going to Frontline. Yeah, so I continued going to a different church. Yeah. Um, and then some church hurt happened. So, yeah. again, another topic. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it, um, I guess I transitioned to Frontline a few months ago. Okay. Um, in kind of in the pandemic. Yeah. Which is an interesting time to transition, but. I guess I didn't realize that it was, like, that recent. Yeah. Because I haven't been friends with you guys for, like, a super mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I also, like, super long time, I, but... like, wanted to be in community so much, but my rehearsal schedule, yeah. like, I literally could not. Mm-hmm. Like, I could not meet on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, which was really hard for me my senior year because I had this new, like, re-energized faith, but I still couldn't, like, commit because I was stuck in rehearsals all the time. Yeah. Um, just for, like, those who don't know, like, my schedule was just crazy town of, like, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday mm-hmm. school, and then 7 to 11 rehearsals, like, every night. Yeah. So, like, bull. God, like, certainly carried me through that time. <laughs> like, I could not have done that by myself. Um, but now, I suddenly have all the free time in the world post-graduation in <laughs> yeah. coronavirus. Our girl, Rona. Um, Miss Rona needs to get up on so, out of here. Yeah, it's just, like, again, like, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Well, no one I struggle with so many things still. But... Um, I'm being made more into the image of Jesus every day. Yeah. Which is like all you can do. And that's what we're called to do. So trying my best 
and slowly um, like sharing my story and yeah uh, every time I share my story it's like therapeutic oh yeah super yeah and it's just like okay like I'm reminded like the faithfulness of yeah God. yeah um so that's well, me I, I somehow your... got through it without crying that's good I almost cried <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your vulnerability thank you and your willingness to just like randomly step into this oh sure we'll see where it leads yeah keep asking Jesus but yeah well thank you there you go now you know everything about me now we know yeah um that that could have that could have been like four hours long no I had to omit (laughs) a lot of things (laughs) but well more will come later yeah like there are parts of it that will just come with different topics totally but yeah anyway that's great thank you thank you do we have anything else that we like want to say are we gonna keep doing tuesdays does this work for you for right now i think so okay for right now cool prayers that i get a job everyone yes that'd be great yeah so for right now i think tentatively we're gonna stick tuesdays um uh, but we'll try to keep y'all updated on whatever is going on in life. You know, if the world decides to come to an end, I suppose That's the fine. podcast will end. That's okay. I'm ready Jesus to go. Jesus can come any moment now. <laughs> if he came tomorrow, that'd be really great. But yeah. So anyway, that's all. That's all we have for you Anyways, today. Thanks for listening. We still managed to keep it in like an hour. We did. I know. So. I was trying. I was like, okay, like, what no, do every, I need to cut? I was, minutes, like, I, I was like, what do I need to I need to like, like, like oh. the time. No, it's good. It was good. I'm pretty sure my episode was like an hour and ten. So like, we're Gucci. But yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. If you need someone to talk to, let me know. Yes. Again, our DMs, the, our Instagram is at poor and spirit pod. Um, you can DM us, you can email us, it's pornspiritpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you go to our website, which the link is on our Instagram bio, uh, there's like a little contact form that will just, it just goes to our email, but it's just like easier and cuter than an email. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. More personal. More personal, yeah. Yeah. Less clerical. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But anyway, that is all we have for you today, I think. Uh, do you have anything else you just like want to say about the state of the world? About anything? It's okay if no. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I think just something that's been on my heart lately mm-hmm. is like, Political divisions. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I think we should do an episode Yeah. on... We could have my friend on it. Who? Oh my gosh. Her name's Brooklyn. Okay. Brooklyn and Annie, my coffee buddies. Okay. Um, we met like every Friday morning of my senior year to get coffee and just like talk about our lives in Jesus. It was great. Yeah. Um, but she currently is an intern at the Huffington Post as a journalist and she was in dc for a semester before everything rona and so like she's a great person to talk to about politics and jesus so that'd be so fun she's like she has like a full-time full-time job right now so like it might be hard a little later but like we i could ask yeah you should because we all know none of us living under a rock but like yes the world is in disarray and the U.S. is in disarray. So. I think for me, just the thing that's been on my mind is, like, um, consider, like, what you say and what you post is done in love. Yeah. Rather than, like... Trying to call people out. Yeah, or, like, yeah. making fun of somebody. And or cancel like culture being, and, you, like, all that. Yeah. I mean, oh, we could have a whole podcast podcast on cancel culture as well. I mean, it's a hot topic right now. Let me tell you, Christianity is um, actually kind of good at it. So. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. I think, like, the standpoint is, like, education and gentle correction versus, like, 
Yeah. I mean, it's like... Yeah. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do. If you, like, change someone's mind and, like, help them see this whole new way of thinking, but you don't have love, like, you have nothing. Like, what's the point? Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, I just... I think it's important that we, like, keep acknowledging what's happening and, like, that black lives still matter. And, like... (laughs) Tea. Everything, like... This is not... The, uh, the state of the world that mm-hmm. we are called to and like we're called to love in all things and so yeah take from that what you will but anyway I guess that's all yeah <laughs> keep praying yeah listen to this like I know weird noise I have this like, <laughs> it's like it's, okay I got into um <laughs> cast iron skillets over quarantine like i bought two yeah and they've become my new favorite baking dish yeah and i've been playing this whole time with like this, the this silicone pot holder like, thing pot holder thing oh that goes gosh. on the handle anyway so if you've heard like weird noises it's probably me just like flicking this around that? but anyway okay now Anywho, i think we're really done i think so but thanks, yeah thanks for being here yes if thanks. you made it this whole way um, wow yeah we congratulations um that's a lot yeah but anyway that is all um i hope you have a great week as much of a good week as you can have um and that you're all staying safe and healthy and yeah that's all so may the lord bless you and guide you what I'm supposed to say. You're supposed to say the verse. (laughs) Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5.